What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You want wide receiver rankings. We got wide receiver rankings. Top 36 and some deep plays coming at you right now. TFA fam, welcome into the week six wide receiver rankings show. Like I said in the intro, 36 guys and some deep plays we want to get into. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Going to go over our consensus ranks for week six kicking things off our top 12 wide receivers Devontae adams tyreek hill stefan diggs cooper cup dj moore terry mclaurin justin jefferson mike williams deandre hopkins jamar chase deontay johnson and cd lamb at wide receiver 12 for us this week cap if you have any of these guys you're plugging them in. We don't really need to go into a lot of detail, but is there anybody in this top 12 that you really want to touch on? Surprise, surprise. Let's talk about Terry McLaurin, you know, another Washington football team guy that we want to highlight here. He's he's kind of been hot, uh, hot or cold over the last few weeks, but he still has a 30% target share in this offense, 44.9 market share of the air yard, which is fourth most among all wide receivers. He's sixth in total air yards, third in deep targets. 17.4 fantasy points per game, 25th in uh, yards after the catch with a 2.47 yards per route run. Now, he's had double-digit targets in three of the last four weeks, but if you look over the last three weeks, uh, he, he's put up 10.2 in week three, 30.3 in week four against that terrible Atlanta defense. Week five, he only had 8.6 against New Orleans. Now, one thing that uh, those two bad weeks have in common are just bad matchups. You saw a lot of Trey White in that week three matchup against the Bills. And then week five, he saw a lot of Marshawn Lattimore. So this this week, you know, if you want to cure your, your blues, you just play the Chiefs defense. And the Chiefs are 32nd past DVOA. <laughs> They've allowed the 11th most fantasy points to wide receivers. And so Terry McLaurin is going to absolutely eat in this game. And so, I, I you know, you ha- you're, you are starting Terry McLaurin with absolute confidence this week. A big bounce back spot for him. Some people, you know, with his performance, maybe people are feeling a little bit leery with him. I would not. You should feel 100% confidence that Terry McLaurin is going to crush this week. Another uh, bounce back guy, DJ Moore, both of us, he's in both of our top fives. You touched on the matchup already for Sam Darnold and the quarterback show, so I won't go too deep into this, but 
the numbers against, you know, quarterbacks and wide receivers alike look a little bit better than I think what they really are. We have to remember that Baker Mayfield barely went over 150 passing yards against his defense. And then they had Jared Goff, who barely went over 200 passing yards against his defense. So I think DJ Moore is in a bounce back spot. And then also Jamar Chase. It, it, it is just, it's so great to see him here. We've talked about this the past couple of weeks and how everyone was burying him with the drops and everything else. And it just hasn't mattered. Love seeing him in both of our top tens. And I think we can go ahead and kick things over to our wide receiver twos where we can talk a little bit deeper on some of these plays. Kicking things off at 13 for us is Mike Evans, followed by his teammate Chris Godwin, Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, Amari Cooper, Marquise Brown, Bobby Trees, Michael Pittman, Tyler Lockett, Corlin Sutton, A.J. Brown, and then Adam Thielen at wide receiver 24 for both of us. So, Kev, any of these guys in the wide receiver twos that you want to go in on? Yeah, I got a couple of guys, uh, two guys that I really want to talk about here. Uh, the first one is Marquise Brown. Like, I feel like Marquise Brown hasn't got the respect on his name that he deserves nope. because he has been, I mean, he's been elite so far this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Mike, guys like Mike Williams are getting all the, the hype, but Marquise Brown continually is putting up just solid fantasy performances week in and week out. He really has one really down week, but uh, he has a 24.5% target share. He is ninth in deep targets. 12th in red zone targets, which is encouraging, especially for his size. But he's averaging 20.7 fantasy points per game, which is third most among all wide receivers. He has 28 receptions for 451 receiving yards, five touchdowns, and he's 11th in yards per route run. Now, he has scored 19 or more fantasy points in four of the four weeks that he's played this year. But he's consistently ranked, for most people, as like a wide receiver three every week. It doesn't make sense. I don't know what else this guy needs to do. Now, this is a little bit of a tougher matchup against the Chargers. The Chargers are much more of a run funnel defense. They are 11th in pass DVOA. But I, I think this is a game that's probably, again, probably going to be a little bit of a shootout. And I think Marquise Brown is going to get his in this game. So I like Marquise Brown a lot. I think he's a solid wide receiver, too, this week. And the other guy I wanted to hit on really quickly was Michael Pittman. And again, another guy that you could have got really late in drafts this Love year was going like a ninth, tenth round. But he has just been a, a really productive wide receiver so far this year. He does not have any wide receiver ones, but he's been right outside of that twice already this year. But he has a 25% target share, 36.7 market share of the air yards, and then seven deep targets. He's 12th in red zone targets with 29 receptions, 368 yards, 14.5 fantasy points per game. Really, if you look at the weeks, I mean, he had 20.3 in week two, 13.3, 11.9, and then another 20.9 last week. And he only has one touchdown on the year. So this could actually be a much better season than he's had so far if he can find the end zone a little bit more. We already talked about Carson Wentz, somebody we like a lot more. And this schedule is an absolute dream moving forward. And so if you can acquire Michael Pittman somehow, he's somebody that I would definitely be going out and trying to acquire because he is definitely the alpha in this offense. So I like Michael Pittman again this week. I think he is a solid wide receiver two option for a lot of people, especially with bye weeks coming. So I like Michael Pittman this week in this matchup against the Houston Texans. Yeah, just really quickly to touch on Hollywood Brown. You mentioned he had that one dud week. And the crazy thing is that was against the Lions, and he had two basically what would have been touchdowns that he dropped in that game. Otherwise, we could be talking about someone who, you know, outside of just points per game is in that, you know, top three wide receiver conversation. So it, it's crazy what happens when you allow someone who is, you know, as talented as Lamar Jackson is to throw the ball a little more often. Weird the way that works out, but... Two guys that I wanted to touch on really quickly. One, 
Mike Evans basically just want to tell everyone who was saying to fade him this year or for everyone who like, he's someone else who just gets hate for no reason, just to, to suck a fart. That's really what I would like to say. At least five catches in four straight games, only one game this year with fewer than 75 yards. He's currently 11th in both reception and yards on the year. He only has a 20.5% target share, but that doesn't matter whenever the Bucs are dropping back as often as they are. They lead the league in pass plays per game. And the crazy thing here with Mike Evans is he is fourth in air yards, and he's also third in unrealized air yards. So there could be even bigger days and bigger games ahead for Mike Evans. And then the, the, the other thing I just wanted to throw out there, we were on Bobby Trees last week. We were telling everybody to, to not, you know, don't fade away just yet to get him in your lineups. And he rewarded everyone who listened to us. Um, it, it really felt like that he he saw as many targets in that game as he had seen all year. And I think we see that uh, continue going up in this matchup against the Giants who can absolutely be had. So you're plugging him back in your lineup with confidence. So that's just somebody who I wanted to uh, to throw out there, someone who we can plug in with confidence again going into week six. But moving on to our wide receiver threes for the week, kicking things off with Chase Claypool going up against Seattle, Devonta Smith, Antonio Brown, Brandon Cooks, Jacoby Myers, Manny Sanders, Tyler Boyd, Allen Robinson down here at, uh, at 32, probably somebody who I'm going to be moving up in my ranks later in the week. T. Higgins, Marvin Jones, Odell Beckham, and then Jalen Waddell. Don't really know what to do with this guy at this point, but he rounds things out for us in our wide receiver threes. Kev, 25 to 36, who do you want to touch on in this range in your rankings? Yeah, first I want to talk about Chase Claypool. I mean, obviously now it sounds like Juju Smith-Schuster is possible he could miss the entire year yeah. um, the rest of the season, which would be big news for, you know, for guys like uh, Chase Claypool and for Deontay Johnson because it really kind of consolidates the target share a little bit. I believe James Washington's also banged up too. And so really, I mean, I think both of these guys, as well, along with Najee Harris, are going to see a ton of targets. So with, with, Chase, with Chase Claypool, uh, I, I think that – you know, in this matchup against Seattle, the, the Seattle released Trey Flowers today, which you hate to see it because Trey Flowers was great for fantasy purposes, uh, an absolute sieve, a terrible corner. But anyways, it doesn't really scare me whoever else they have in this in the secondary. So, uh, yeah, especially when you have Geno Smith at quarterback, is going to be quarterbacking the Seattle Seahawks for the foreseeable future. But uh, I, I do like uh, um, Chase Claypool this week. You know, he... Uh, has really bounced back after kind of a slow start the first two weeks of the season that he had uh, weeks three and week five. He had 18.6 and 24 fantasy points alike. So I think it's big, it wheels up for Chase Claypool moving forward, especially with Juju Smith-Schuster out of the way. And so I like Chase Claypool quite a bit in this matchup here. Um, the other guys I want to hit on really quickly, Allen Robinson is the most maddening player uh, ever because it just doesn't seem like they want to target him all that much. You know, I mean, he played 81% of the snaps last week, 20 routes, which that's all they threw the ball for. So he ran around on every route, but he was, he was targeted five times, which was 25% of the uh, target share. But since they were not throwing the ball, you know, he, there's not been a lot of opportunities. He only has one double digit target week this week, uh, this year. That was week one where he was targeted 11 times. Uh, he has only one week of double digit fantasy production, 10.4, which is week two against Cincinnati. Other than that, it is 9.5, 4.7. 9.3 and 7.2 for Allen Robinson. 
But to me, he is the ultimate buy low. Like I think you could get him for absolutely uh, nothing right now because people are just done with him. Nobody wants to play him. But I think that changes this week. Green yeah. Bay is missing most of their secondary. There's not anybody in that secondary that you're worried about. Um, it's going to be able to stop Allen Robinson. I think if this if this game, especially that they're going to throw the ball a lot more than 20 times, I can guarantee you that. And so if they open this offense up, I think that is better things for guys like Allen Robinson and for Darnell Mooney. So I am buying. I am still on the Allen Robinson train. I am not giving up. I am I'm just going to keep going with this. I think Allen Robinson bounces back. I do think he's more of a wide receiver three-ish four or a, or a high-end wide receiver four. Uh, but he's not the guy that, you know, the, the 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 alpha that we all drafted him to be as of right now. But I think he will bounce back. He is too good of a wide receiver. He has played too damn well with guys like Blake fucking Bortles and all these other terrible quarterbacks that he's ever played with. So I think he gets it back on track. And if you can buy him, buy Allen Robinson. Because I yeah. think at the very least, I, I think he bounces back in a pretty big way. And then Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jacoby Myers uh, had a little bit more of a down week last week going against Houston. Uh, you know, Mac Jones was not great in that game. He still was targeted five times. Uh, he did run 28 routes, 88% of the snaps, four receptions, 56 yards, only 9.6 fantasy points. Damn it, this guy can't get a touchdown. Like, he was on the one-inch line. He was right there. And I'm like, oh, he's finally going to get his first NFL touchdown. One-inch line. No. Nothing. So anyways, I, that's really kind of what, what's held back his production a little bit has been more so. He still averages 12.6 fantasy points per game, but he has zero touchdowns. That is what's, what's holding him back. He is seventh in receptions among all wide receivers as well, which is great for PPR uh, purposes. I like Jacoby Myers again this week. I think he's kind of a weekly, you know, lo, uh, low-end wide receiver three, high-end wide receiver four. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
Yeah, he's somebody who I like a lot this week. The only thing that I will add on to that is obviously the, the only guy that you're worried about in that defense for in the secondary anyway is Diggs. He does not go into the slot. Their slot receiver, uh, Jordan Lewis, is tied for the eighth most yards given up in uh, slot coverage. So I think it's going to be a Jacoby Myers-Hunter Henry game for the uh, for the Pats. Guys, I want to touch on really quickly here in this range. Devonta Smith, you know, after he started off the year really well, kind of had two dud games in between there. But over the past two weeks, he has gone 7 for 122 against your Kansas City Chiefs. And last week went 7 for 77 against Carolina. Now gets a matchup against Tampa. We've talked about how you can throw in them. For as good as their front seven is, uh, their secondary is atrocious. Giving up the second most half PPR points per game to wide receivers. Devonta Smith has only had one game this year with fewer than seven targets. And I think that obviously continues in this Thursday night matchup with Philly sitting as uh, seven-point home dogs currently. So I think he is somebody who you can absolutely go back to. Other than that, moving on to uh, you know some guys that we have outside of this range. One guy, Darnell Mooney, he came back down to earth a little bit this past week, but that was because Chicago was absolutely controlling that game against the Raiders. Nice matchup here against the Packers. We've already talked about their secondary, and this is going to be a game where uh, Fields and company are not going to be able to run the ball as often as they have been. I think they're going to be forced to pass. I think we finally see Justin Fields unleashed here a little bit against you know Matt Nagy's wishes. I don't know what he's doing with Fields, but I think we see uh, you know a little bit more excitement out of that offense this week. Amonra St. Brown. Somebody, you know, for the brand, someone I liked a lot going into this season, hasn't really gotten his opportunity. But now with Tyrell Williams still banged up, Quintez Cephas just hit IR. Over the past two uh, weeks, he has eight targets in back-to-back games, double-digit fantasy weeks. He's someone who, you know, for waivers this week is kind of getting buried and kind of getting put off to the side. You know, whenever we're talking about the the running backs and, you know, some of the tight ends and, you know, Kadarius Tony and guys like that, Amara St. Brown hasn't really been mentioned as much as I was expecting. But with all the injuries, I think we can expect him to kind of slide into, you know, in 12-team leagues, kind of in that flex conversation. His ceiling is going to be limited because of the offense, because of Hawkinson, because of Swift. But I think, you know, if you're looking for someone to give you a, a steady floor in full PPR leagues, I think you can look at uh, Amonra St. Brown. Yeah, I really don't mind him, especially with the injuries that they've had. And he looks, he kind of appears to be uh, Jared Goff, at least as of recently, uh, favorite target. So, you know, in PPR formats, I think he does make uh, quite a bit of sense. I also like Tim Patrick. He is somebody that has consistently made, uh, you know, has been at least a solid kind of wide receiver three, four option for a lot of people. So I think that's kind of where he stands for me this week as a wide receiver four. McCall Hardman, best week of the season last week. Played only 68% of the stats, but he ran 39 routes, which is the most he's run all year. 12 targets last week, nine receptions, 76 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, but he did have 16.6 fantasy points. So, you know, in this matchup where, you know, we really love this matchup against Washington, uh, I like McCall Hardman as well. Uh, you know, we'll see how much more Josh Gordon gets involved as the weeks go by. But for as, as things currently stand, I think McCall Hardman is is also in play. And then from there, you know, I'm kind of interested to see now that the, the piece of shit that is John Gruden is gone, how is this going to transpire now 
with this offense. Are we going to start seeing more Henry Ruggs? Are we going to start seeing more Brian Edwards? Or at least get you know scheme things up for them and get more targets for these guys who just kind of have kind of went by the wayside. So I'm not playing them this week, but I'm definitely if those guys are available. And I know Brian Edwards is available. I wouldn't mind rostering him as a, you know as as a stash uh, right now because. I think that this thing's going to get a little bit nervous because Greg Olson is still the offensive coordinator there in, in, in Las Vegas. But now with John Gruden, who I, I imagine was calling most of the plays, you know, is gone. Then it's because I am interested to see how things are going to change here in, in Las Vegas with this offense. Do we start to see things happen a little bit differently? So I don't, I don't, uh, I think that those guys are, are worth an add. And then I'll mention this uh, Kadarius Tony, um, kind of wild that, you know, he is hurt uh, with an ankle injury. And I mean, he played all the way until the end of the game, and then he got thrown out for throwing a punch. Like, I didn't see anywhere where his ankle was hurt. And then Joe Judge today was like, "Oh, well, we don't think it's a big deal. It's not season-ending." Like, how does "not big deal" and season-ending go into the same thing? Because like, those are two widely different things, right? Like, like to say that, "Oh, it's not season-ending." Like, oh, whoa! Like, I thought it was not a big deal. So I don't really know if he's going to play this week or not. We'll see. Hopefully he does because he finally had a breakout game. But, I mean, we can be looking at no Kenny Galladay, no Sterling Shepard, no Kadarius Toney, no Daniel Jones. Like, this this offense really could be really, really trash. And, you know, we could see Devontae Booker get 30 targets in this game because they have nobody else to throw the ball to. Uh, John Ross. I mean, John, John Ross, Ross season, baby. Breaks out, right? John Ross season finally breaks out. You know, he has had some flashes here this year already. So we'll see what happens with this offense because, like, I have Kadarius Tony as, a, like, a low-end wide receiver three right now. But if he doesn't play, man, uh, this offense is going to be atrocious. We'll see what happens with everybody. The last guy I wanted to mention was was uh, Devontae Parker. I think he should return this week. He had a hamstring last week. He was playing really well prior to that. As long as he returns in a matchup against Jacksonville, Great matchup for him. So I don't mind him as kind of like, uh, you know, I am ranked at wide receiver 36. So I I do like him as well in this matchup against Jacksonville. So I think Devontae Parker makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, last two guys I want to mention really quickly from the same team, guys that we can't really trust on a week-to-week basis, Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore. Obviously, any game where Kyler Murray's a quarterback, you can plug these guys in. We thought Christian Kirk was going to be the more uh, consistent option since week three, he has not been. Rondell Moore is the one who popped up last week. But uh, on this season, Troy Hill in the slot is giving up the fifth most yards uh, while playing in the slot and slot coverage. So either of those guys can go out and have a uh, have a solid week this week. So I think you can plug both of them in, not necessarily confidently, but you can feel a little bit better of it given the matchup. And, you know, like I said, Kyler Murray obviously playing the way that he is. So that is going to wrap things up for the week six wide receiver ranking show. Please hit us with a sub. Please give us a like as well. We are, you know, we're we're on that border of 2100. Moving on to 3K subs here on the YouTube channel. If you are listening on podcast, please leave us a rate and review if you have yet to do so. We appreciate all the support. And don't forget to check out Thrive Fantasy in the App Store or at www.thrivefantasy.com and use the promo code TFA to get a dollar-for-dollar deposit up to $100. And we'll see you guys over there.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.